I'm going to go ahead and let you know that today's episode is formatted a little differently today. So I want to go ahead and start off by thanking everybody that is returning to to Unbecome Podcast, to all of my newbies. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you guys go and listen to episodes one and two and stick around to the end because today I have two special meditations for you at the end of the podcast. What is my purpose? When will I ever make my family proud? Why am I here? Does this make me a man? I feel stuck. Is it all worth it? Uh, This is a loop. Why can't I stay happy? I'm broke. When am I going to get some money? Had to remind myself, yo, I looked up in the mirror and I had to remind myself. Had to, I had to remind myself. Had to, I had to remind myself. Yo, I (laughs) be tripping sometimes. Welcome back to To Unbecome Podcast. I am your host, Nikia, and this is episode three. Let me be real with y'all. So episode three was supposed to be about money, entrepreneurship versus working a nine to five, yada, yada, yada. Maybe we'll get there one day. Maybe we won't. But all I know is today I was at Whole Foods and I just had this whole like breakdown So today we are going to vent, we are going to heal, we are going to be real, okay? So check it, I have been feeling triggered by everything, every fucking thing has been triggering me for the past week or so. And, you know, we talked about our triggers in episode two, when we talked about relationships and connections and how triggers are you know, ultimately this method of self-realization. It shows you what you need to heal. It shows you where you are. And so let's just dig a little deeper, right? So a lot of our triggers stem from inner child issues. So all of us have this inner child within us. You know, this is my adult self, but within me is little Nikia. You know, this little me, this little me that says, hey, I feel sad. I feel mad. No, I don't want to do that. You know, it's stomping around and throwing temper tantrums. I have one. You have one. We all have one. You know, this inner child. And so lately with all of these triggers, I have definitely felt my inner child kicking and screaming crying and begging for attention with these triggers i ask myself am i going to continue to just be you know passive and allow myself to feel these triggers and not say anything or am i going to you know speak up for myself ultimately and what i realize is one of my triggers is speaking up for myself it is being a people pleaser I'm sure many of you can relate. Now, in my people pleasing over the years, it's been, you know, me being this person who I don't want to say how I feel about certain things. If something bothers me, I just deal with it because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's keeping things in. If someone has made me feel a certain type of way or, you know, I just internalize it all and decide not to speak up for myself. And it hit me that little Nikia, little me, my inner child is suffering 
because it feels like she never took up for herself. And I had this moment where I just kind of yelled out loud and I was like, and if I don't like it, so be it, you know, like if it bothers other people. But it makes me feel better, so be it. And so I feel like I'm having this temper tantrum in my mind. And I realize that I have to stop people pleasing. Now, this isn't anybody's fault. Because nobody is asking you, nobody's asking me to people please. Nobody's saying to me, Nakia, you have to agree with me. Nakia, you can't speak your mind. Nobody's saying any of these things. But where the root of it is, is somewhere maybe when little me felt she couldn't be honest. Maybe little Nakia said something to somebody that hurt somebody's feelings. And the way that that made her feel the way that they made her feel. It created this belief that Nakia couldn't be honest. Little Nakia couldn't be honest with other people. And so when I said things that people liked and when I complimented people and when I gave gifts to people, when I did things for people that made them happy. So I began to do what was necessary to be liked. And I'm starting to see that I have to go and undo those things. I have to go and heal my inner child. I have to go and validate myself. And so I realized that I have to stop people pleasing, right? And so in my adulthood, I've seen signs of me needing to stop with the people pleasing. It's like at some point you begin to feel your body tense. You begin to feel this heavy anxiety, maybe even Sometimes feeling as though you may be having, you know, a panic attack and, you know, you're feeling this energy within your body because you're holding all of this stuff in, you're keeping all of this stuff in, you're not letting it out. You may become restless at night and, you know, it feels like you're going to explode and I began to feel that way. And so finally, you know, I'll speak up for myself. Finally, I'll truly say how I feel. And as an adult, if I'm rejected, if someone doesn't like what I've said, if I felt like I've hurt somebody's feelings, then that tells me, Nakia, you can't be honest. Nakia, you can't do that. So then I fall back into a pattern of, okay. Let me just make sure I say what other people want me to say and be who other people want me to be and do what other people want me to do. And that's triggering in itself because then you think about all of the times that you did things that you truly didn't want to do and it made you feel some type of way. And then you feel this guilt, you feel this shame, you feel this disgust and you start to feel this anger towards yourself you start to go on a downward spiral and that's what I began to do I began to feel like my truth my honesty who I am me showing my true self me taking up for myself by simply saying 
hey, I don't like this or, hey, I don't like that or, hey, you know, when you do this, it makes me feel or being rejected by that or, you know, someone not accepting that made me feel like this rejected, abandoned little kid. And so I have to ask myself, do I want to be liked so much that I'm willing to harbor all of these emotions inside, all of these feelings inside, and not speak up for myself, not speak my truth, not express my feelings, my emotions, so that I can properly process and regulate those things? Is it worth it? And the answer is no. So I had to say to myself, Key, if you continue to hold this in, you're going to create disease, disease, because a lot of diseases are stemming from stagnant energy. Everything is energy. And so when we're not healing, when we're not dealing with our shit, when we're keeping all of this stuff in, it's making us literally sick. And so a lot of disease is disease. It's stagnant energy. And so in order to get that energy moving and flowing through your body to release it, you have to let it out. You have to be honest with yourself about how you feel. You have to be willing to make adjustments. You have to be willing to open your mouth and speak up for yourself. And this isn't coming from a standpoint of, oh, you're being bullied or anything. Sometimes you just learn to people please so much. You just don't ever say what's on your mind. Don't ever fully express yourself. And you're not fully being yourself. And then that becomes a pattern, becomes a habit. And so you may feel like, oh, it's the other person. I can't be myself around this person or that person. But no, it's just who you've become. And so we have to unbecome who we were. We have to unbecome what our beliefs, we have to unbecome what our life experiences have made us so that we can shed and become who we were always meant to be. And so that takes me to my next point, being selfish. You know, when we say being selfish, we think me, me, me. And the inner child inside of me is saying me, me, me. And the adult me is saying me, me, me. And I realized that being selfish is a gift, but it's how you're being selfish. Being selfish isn't spending all of the money in your bank account if you are in a partnership on yourself or only thinking about you to where you can't actively listen and communicate with other people. Being selfish is taking the time that you need for you to heal you. If it's going to be about me, 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 then it needs to be healing me, me, me. What are these triggers? What are they doing to me? What are they doing for me? How can I heal? How can I deal? What is it that I need to change? What is it that I need to correct? What is it that I need to accept? What is it that I need to let go of? That's being selfish. And so in the past of being selfish, it's not out to get a temporary pleasure or, you know, do what only makes you feel good in that moment. But it's about really taking that time that you're saying it's about me for it to truly be about you so that you can grow, so that you can evolve into a better you. Being selfish 
slowly transforms into selflessness. And so when you're selfish, you focus on yourself to where you're healing yourself. You're cleansing these wounds. You're patching these wounds. You're hugging your inner child. You're validating your inner child. You're dealing, you're healing. And then you begin to transform into this selfless person, not selfless to where you don't think about yourself anymore and you put everybody before you, but selfless as in you no longer have to focus on you to speak up for yourself because it naturally happens. You naturally self-heal. You naturally deal with your shit. You naturally deal with your triggers. You naturally allow yourself to be who you are because now you're comfortable in you, in your space. You've self-accepted to the point that you don't have to lead with yourself. So you're selfless. And now you are in a space of allowing the universe to mold you. See. We have to start at a blank slate, right? And we can't start at a blank slate in this here and now because we have so many old beliefs, old things that we've been taught, old experiences that we've been through that has contributed to who we are. We've put all of these things inside of ourselves. Since you were born, since the moment you were in your mother's womb, a belief started. All of her emotions, everything that she felt when she was pregnant with you was instilled inside of you. It's encoded in your DNA. The things that our ancestors felt that is attached to our bloodline, to our lineage, is embedded inside of us, right? So a lot of the times we may feel all of these emotions and feel all of these things that we're not understanding. Where is it coming from? It's not just yours. So you have to heal. You have to deal with your shit so that you can be cleansed to come to an empty slate. Unlearning all of these beliefs, unlearning all of these things that you said was right and was wrong and all of these things that people told you that no longer apply to you. All of the things that people subliminally said to you. Maybe indirectly and maybe not even on purpose. But they made you feel less than. They made you feel like you wasn't enough. They made you feel like you wasn't worthy. And this makes me emotional. Because I, just like you, I just want to be happy. I just want to be a better person than I was yesterday. And sometimes it doesn't feel good. A lot of the times it doesn't feel good. So we must be selfish in order to transform to selflessness. And then that takes me to my next point of a spiritual journey. We hear the word spiritual and a lot of us related to religion. And it's not a religious practice. You know, whether you meditate or do yoga, whether you 
get tarot readings or you talk to a psychic or you have crystals or you have stones. This is not a religion. It's all of it are just simple methods of coping with life. Your spiritual journey is a journey into your spirit, into your inner self, into the consciousness of you that you can't touch. It's not a tangible thing. We are here in this human form, but we are more than this human form. The words that I'm speaking out of my mouth are not written down. I'm not thinking about what I'm going to say next. It just flows. We are pure consciousness. And in this spiritual journey, we have to learn to detach from our physical world, from the tangible world, into the intangible. And that's going inward, exploring the psychological things that we've dealt with as children. The physiological aspects of our environment. All of this stuff is coded inside of us and our brains are just processing it, right? So on our spiritual journeys, we begin to unlearn all of the things that we've been learned, all of the things that were coded inside of us. Each moment by moment, experience by experience. And then we begin to relearn in a way that best suits us now. We begin to relearn from an energy stance, from a vibrational stance, where you don't just listen to what people say, but you operate off of the vibration of how they say it by the action of what they're producing, right? And so on this spiritual journey, it's not about controlling other people. It's not about checking other people. It's not about telling other people how you feel, but it's about going inward to explore how you feel, why you feel, how you feel, what you feel. Does that make sense? And so on this spiritual journey, it begins to feel lonely because you begin to become isolated. Once you start ridding yourself of beliefs from the past, you start ridding yourself of people because the reason why you were attached and connected to these people were because of your old beliefs. And if these connections and attachments are not unlearning and relearning as you are, and if these connections aren't evolving in this intangible realm then these connections begin to fall off and you begin to feel alone you begin to feel isolated we talked about healthy isolation in our episode two and in episode one to where it is healthy to have Moments of isolation so that you can go inward and you can introspect and you can actually feel what it is that you need to feel and heal what it is you need to heal, to explore your triggers, to explore yourself, to rediscover who you are at your core, who you are in your being, who you are in life and your purpose, who you are in your relationships, who you are in yourself, you know what I mean? And all of these titles that we tag on and so 
on this spiritual journey, we begin to see ourselves not for who people say we are, not for who we believed us to be, but you begin to explore yourself for who you truly are, right? You begin to see your childhood, not from those rose-covered glasses, but you begin to see it for the trueness in which it was. You begin to see all of these red flags that led up until now. You begin to see the truth, your truth. And that may look different for each and every one of us, and that's okay. But what the spiritual journey teaches, we call it enlightenment, right? But like a light comes on for you to see your shit, for you to see the things that you need to deal with. And once you do, you begin to heal simply by accepting. You begin to accept your childhood for what it was. You begin to accept your growth for what it is. You begin to accept yourself for where you are now. You begin to accept where you want to go. And in that acceptance, of yourself you begin to accept any and everybody that's attached to you that's connected to you and I believe that a lot of us aren't in self-acceptance and that's why we're so judgmental of others that's why we're so judgmental of ourselves the moment we begin to judge other people it's a clear indication of the way that we judge ourselves the way that we view ourselves our insecurities show the way that we judge others our insecurities begin to pierce through the veil when we begin to gossip and have strong opinions about what somebody is doing that is wrong and that person's right and that person's wrong and you know we're so opinionated and we're not able to respect one another that's because we don't have self-acceptance you know so self-acceptance on this spiritual journey is very imperative because you can't accept yourself then you'll never be able to accept another person you'll never be able to see another person from just a pure genuine love view of this is simply another soul going through their entire life experience it has nothing to do with me even if we are in partnership, even if we are in connection, even if we are in relation. This person's journey is unique. It's theirs. And so instead of judging them, instead of having an opinion about them, you're just able to be the watcher, be the observer of their life the way that you are of your life. You're able to lead with more understanding the moment you start understanding yourself. More compassion when you have compassion for yourself. You have to begin to forgive yourself for the mistakes you felt you made. You have to forgive yourself for what you didn't know. You didn't know what you didn't know when you didn't know it. And now that you do, you owe yourself forgiveness. You owe yourself love. You owe yourself compassion and kindness. And what you guys are witnessing in this podcast today is how I talk to myself. 
these are the conversations that I have with myself. I have to sort through my shit, my triggers, my emotions. Because I don't want to be this person who is living unconsciously, unaware, just hurting people, hurting myself. Because I don't know how to self-regulate. Because I don't know how to deal with my shit. Because I don't want to deal with my emotions. Because I just choose to blame other people for everything that's going on in my life. No. We owe it to ourselves. To take a deep look inside of ourselves and say. Even though this person made me feel like this. This person may have triggered me. Yes. But what does that mean for me? Because now that I know that I've been triggered. Now that I'm aware and I'm awake and I can see that. Now, it's my primary responsibility to figure that out. What does that mean for me? And how can I, instead of holding on to this, deal with this, get to the root of this, so that I can love myself better, more, so that I can be better, so that I can be more, than what I am in this moment, you know? Earlier I was driving and I was just so angry. And I was just yelling. Everything that I felt. And I allowed myself to do that without judgment, without guilt, without shame. My inner child was having a temper tantrum and I allowed her to do that. Because she deserves that. And you deserve that. Childhood trauma and trauma it's anything that made you feel less than I know for me even just growing up having certain family members and people saying little things such as oh she thinks she better than oh she's stuck up even something that simple can be trauma for you can be traumatic for you because if you don't know how to heal and deal and most of us don't that inner child held on to those things. And those little comments, something as simple as, oh, she stuck up. She thinks she better than. Just because somebody has an opinion or a judgment of you, that can lead to you being an adult, feeling like, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. Causes you to dim your light. Causes you to be afraid and not having confidence to be who you are because you're afraid that when people see you for who you are, they're going to think that you're the opposite, you know? You become self-conscious, you become, you know, your, your self-esteem lowers. And so all of these little things, somebody simply telling you you couldn't do it, somebody telling you that you wasn't enough, maybe even in an indirect way, the way that people talk to you. If you grew up in a household of people yelling, people screaming, cussing at you, fussing at you, beating on you, all of that is trauma. And your inner child deserves to heal. It deserves to know that it wasn't his or hers or their fault. It deserves love and it deserves moments of rest. It deserves moments of having a temper tantrum, screaming, kicking and crying. It deserves moments of saying, I just need a fucking hug. Just love me. It deserves that. 
You deserve that. So this is me saying to you that it's okay to vent. It's okay to heal. It's okay to be real. There's so much more that I feel I can say. But what I want to do is I want to begin to wrap this session up, wrap this episode up with a vent session meditation. I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys let it all out. And when you're done, we're going to listen to a love yourself meditation. But first, we're going to cry. We're going to scream. We're going to laugh. Not even like a funny, ha, 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 I'm so joyful laugh. It's more of a what the fuck kind of laugh. And that's okay. Whatever it takes. And then when you finish with that vent session meditation, be sure to stick around for the love yourself meditation. Because guess what? We're going to hype ourselves up. We're going to boost ourselves up. Because no matter what happens, no matter what kind of day we have in, we have the ability to bounce back we are resilient beings we have a resilient mindset period we're going to instill some self-care into ourselves into our inner child we're going to let little him little her little they know hey baby you good okay okay
inside waiting to crash, praying, asking the universe to hurry and make the pain pass, instead of learning from it, it's like all of a sudden you stop to think to yourself, it's me who's doing this to myself, me, myself, and I, then to no surprise, you awaken, no longer blaming, claiming to be something you're not, simply aiming to be one with the enemy, who's really just the inner me. And now that I have you to yourself, just take a minute, cause I wanna gash you a little bit, you deserve it.
vibrations are high oh yes that's when you look good and you just tell yourself like ooh I know who I am and I love who I am you got it Now, I want you to take time out of your day and just have a moment where you gas yourself up. Kill all that ego. Get it in check. Keep it in check by accepting correction, accepting criticism, and understanding that that is the way to grow. We learn by experiencing life in the unknown loving yourself is key self care is key everything that you're doing you are doing for you you are doing for others simply by loving yourself Keep loving yourself. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. You listened to my literal vent session. And I hope that you gained something from it. I hope that you were able to listen to the vent meditation and allow yourself to actually vent about your own things. I hope that after you did all of that, you were able to get a little bit of love back inside of yourself. Fill yourself with something that you truly, truly needed, okay? And I really hope that I hear from you guys. Make sure you drop some comments. Make sure you email me at toumbecomecoaching at gmail.com. Follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram at N-A period Q-U-I period A. That's my name with a couple periods. You already know. Be sure to go ahead and subscribe to my YouTube channel. My YouTube handle is Nakia Lowry. Hey, girl, finally hit a thousand subscribers. Listen, I need you guys to go ahead and get on my YouTube channel. Go ahead and watch. I have 286 videos. I need y'all to go and watch some of those videos so that we can get my watch hours up because your girl is about to get monetized. Okay. Okay. And finally, your girl has a book dropping this October, A Guide to Self-Mastery Your Way. Because self-mastery is not a one-size-fits-all. It's customized to you. So in this book, I simply talk about some of the things that worked for me. And though they may not necessarily be your path, I just believe that one little micro change is the catalyst to clarity, to growth, to evolution. And in this book, we both AJ and I talk about 
health and wellness. We talk about meditation. We talk about nutrition and fitness. And you have over 30 days of interactive journaling, including coloring pages. I'm talking about daily planners, weekly meal prep, journal prompts, all kind of fun activities. You don't want to miss out. Go ahead and head over to Barnes and Noble and pre-order today. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of To Unbecome Podcast. Peace.